Welcome to another episode of Take a Bite Out of South Florida. This one's a little bit different. I actually don't have anyone here as my guest. I am going to be my own guest today. I realize that some of you listening might not actually know me personally or really know much about me outside of Instagram or social media. Um, And some of you might be super new and not even follow my Instagram. So if you're not, please go do that right now. It's Take a Bite Out of Boca. So anyway, I just thought it might be fun to do a meet the host type of episode. So if you've been wondering why Shana, why food, why South Florida, you're going to get your answers. First, let me start by saying that I am not actually from here. I was born and raised in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey, which is about 10 minutes or so outside of Atlantic City. For all my fellow New Jerseyans, that's exit 36 off the parkway and exit 9 off the expressway. That's always a topic of conversation when you meet somebody from New Jersey. It's what exit off the parkway are you? So I grew up, I grew up actually immersed in musical theater. My dad performed when I was a little kid and he brought me with him to a lot of his rehearsals. And so I was performing as young as, I don't think I was in my first talent show when I was like six, maybe. I sang in countless numbers of talent shows, did a lot of community shows during summers. And then I did some musicals in high school. I even played the lead role in Aida my senior year. Fun fact, I can sing, (laughs) but that was all really just fun. I never really got serious into music at all. What I really excelled in was writing. I knew that I wanted to go to school for journalism since I was like 12. I was always the that English writing, those were always my, um, my best subjects in school. But once I got into high school, I joined the classes were like media and TV production. And there was my high school's television network was called EHT TV. EHT is Egg Harbor Township. And I really hope that there are people listening to this from my hometown that remember how much fun we had in media class. It was like, That was the elective everyone took. Everyone wanted to be in media. We got to learn all the different roles, anchor, producer, director, lighting, camera. And we all wrote, filmed, and edited our own projects. So it was super hands-on and not your typical classroom setting. It was all about hands-on experience and really getting to work on your own projects, learning about TV production and being on air and all of that. So from a young age, I wanted to be in entertainment production. That was a very eye-opening experience for me. And that all kept going through college. I joined the TV network at my college as well at Rutgers University. But before I went to Rutgers, I actually did a semester in New York City at Marymount Manhattan, which I was a communications major. There wasn't really a journalism or productions specific type major, just communications. I was obsessed with being in school in New York. I couldn't imagine myself anywhere else. And once I got there, I realized it was not my cup of tea. I left after my first semester, went home and did some, just got my like gen eds out of the way at the community college. And then I transferred to Rutgers in New Brunswick, which was quote unquote, the true college experience. And I was still close enough to Manhattan that allowed me to go into the city when I wanted. And ultimately, I did get an internship there in the city my senior year. So I enrolled in Rutgers as a journalism and media studies major. And I immediately got a job on campus at RUTV and also joined the Association for Women in Communications. Being a part of RUTV was super fun, gave me a lot more hands-on experience and expand upon everything that I had learned in high school. 
And I even got to actually produce content for Verizon Fios with one of my classmates, which was really cool. So senior year, went back to the city, got an internship with the Insider Entertainment Tonight. I met Joan Rivers while I was there on on one of my internship days, which was so cool. I held the door open for her and she was as fabulous as you could ever think she was. What was cool about that internship was that the camera crew was like a group of four or five guys and they took a liking to me and wanted to really help grow my career. So they brought me on all of their shoots, which was much better than sitting in the studio with the other interns. But they helped me put together a demo reel, but it wasn't as easy to break into the entertainment world without going to some podunk small town in the middle of nowhere to start a reporting career. And I just, I didn't want to do that. I'm glad I didn't though, but I went back home instead for the summer after graduating in 2010. Fast forward to September 2011 when I packed my bags, packed my car, and my dad and I hit the road and drove here to Boca Raton, Florida. I had no job, no plan, and all I just wanted to get out of New Jersey and start something new where, you know, whatever it was. My grandmother, my bubby, welcomed me with open arms. So Boca has always been like a second home to me. So my mom's mom and my mom's sister, her side of the family lives here. So we would come at least once or twice every year. It wasn't really a huge deal for me to move down here because my parents knew that they'd eventually move down here as well. My younger sister, on the other hand, just likes to visit. She's very happy living in Philadelphia. So once I moved down here, that was September 2011. And then in December, Take a Bite Out of Boca was born. Now you're like, you're probably at that point where you're just like, okay, you can write, you're good on camera, but where does the food part come in to Take a Bite Out of Boca? Funny enough, I was actually a really picky eater as a kid to the point where I couldn't have different foods touch on my plate and I would use different utensils for everything. I was like so basic in the way that I ate and didn't like anything. But one thing I always really liked about when we would come down to Boca to visit my bubby was that she would always take us to the best restaurants. And of course, all the servers and everybody dote over the young little girl, me, (laughs) which I loved the attention. I still do. So even though I was probably eating like the most basic plain thing on the menu, I still really loved those special experiences. And I think as I grew older, I realized just how special food is. It's really a people connector, a conversation starter, and ultimately an experience maker. Uh, So when I moved in with my bub, her love of taking me out to eat did not change, but my palate did. At this point, I was eating a lot more variety than I did as a little kid, and I was even cooking But I wasn't eating red meat. I cut it out when I was 18 because of a bad hamburger experience at a barbecue in college, but we'll get back to that later. So we were going out to eat a lot, me and Bubby, but we also cooked together at home a lot. I baked a lot of my own. So I decided to start a blog out of boredom pretty much. And I had a writing background. I had been published before moving and I just wanted to continue writing. And obviously I was also hoping to break into a writing career down here. So recipe blogs were becoming popular at this time. So I started writing blog posts with recipes and the stories of what inspired them. And also I would write about the restaurants that we would go to. So the name Take a Bite Out of Boca actually came to me in my sleep, bizarrely enough. I woke up one morning and it was like in my head. So I bought the domain and that was that. 
that was my new hobby. Uh, I actually went to a couple food blogging conferences to try and hone my skills and learn as much as I could. I went to one in Miami, a couple in Orlando, and I even actually went to Chicago for one. And I got to meet a lot of other bloggers from all over the country. And I even worked with some national brands to create recipes and promote their products through my blog and Facebook. There wasn't really Instagram at the time. And I think it exists, but I wasn't on it for a few years. As I was growing the blog, I was also trying to make my, a name for myself locally by getting involved in food and wine events in South Florida. The very first one that I ever participated in was the Boca Bacanal Grand Tasting. I volunteered, but I also got to attend it. And actually this past year, it, uh, the end of April, was the 10th Boca Bacanal Grand Tasting that I have been to, which was crazy to think about. I met a lot of people through these events, but I also just went out a lot on my own, sat at bars, got something to eat, something to drink, and just talked to servers and bartenders, managers, wine reps, whoever I met, and built relationships just based on authenticity and an overall mutual love of good food and wine experiences. And a lot of those relationships that I made back in 2012, 2013, I still have today. And if you're wondering if I actually had a real job while doing all of this, yes, more than one. When I first got down here, I actually was just babysitting. My life consisted of going to the gym, sitting at the pool and babysitting and eating with Bubby. That was my life for a little bit. Not bad. But then my parents were like, you need a real job or you have to come home. So I actually found my first job through Craigslist. Funny enough, it was a promotional products company. And actually that job was super cool because I got to go to Vegas and San Diego for promotion or trade shows with them. But actually what I, before that, I was trying to write. I wanted to write for some of the food magazines. So I had reached out to some editors. One called me back, basically told me I had no business trying to do what I wanted to do, write about food without real experience, shot me down super hard. There's more to that story, but it was one of those, oh my God, moments where I could have gone one way and totally gave up, give up the blog, give up wanting to write, give up everything and just go home. Or I could use it as ammo to keep going and prove this guy wrong, which clearly I went with the latter. I got another call back from a, an editor of the then editor of Boca magazine who hired me to start a column online called Boca After Dark, which basically highlighted more of the late night scene in Boca. And I think a little bit of Del Rey as well, but that kind of gave me the confidence, boosted my confidence back up and helped me get my foot into the local scene. Then, then I found the job with the promotional products company. And one of the owners was actually super into food too. So when we were traveling, like especially in Vegas and San Diego, he would take me to the best restaurants. Like my favorite meal to date is at was in Vegas at Haleo, at Jose Andres' restaurant Haleo in Vegas. We ordered like one of everything. It's Spanish tapas, ordered pretty much everything on the menu and it was incredible. After that, I met the chef of Publix Aprons Cooking School in Boca and I told him in my blog, we got to talking. He actually offered me a job in the cooking school with him as an assistant in the kitchen and with the event planning team through, the, through Boca. He's no longer the chef there, but he might be at another cooking school. I'm not sure actually. I learned so much about cooking and food in general while I was working there. I helped out with the cooking classes, the dinner demonstrations. I got to a point where I realized working for corporate wasn't for me. 
especially because that was when Take a Bite Out of Boca was really starting to become known in the area. And I was getting invites to things and I would have to turn stuff down because I actually had to go to a job and that pissed me off. So I obviously had to quit. But I actually had met another friend at the time whose dad owned a book publishing company, like a self-publishing book company. And he offered to bring me on as a freelancer and helping with the marketing and social media. So I worked from home so I could do that and grow Take a Bite Out of Boca even more. With that job, I got to travel to Germany for a book fair in Frankfurt, which was awesome. And we also went to New Orleans and New York City. Then the next thing, the next biggest thing was when I met Bert Rappaport and he hired me to manage his restaurant's social media accounts. I worked alongside the marketing team at Rappaport's restaurant group as an independent contractor for a few years. I was with them for openings and closings and everything in between. And I have such a strong love for that group and all of the people who work there. And I honestly, I feel like I'll always be part of the Rappaport's family that those restaurants have a very special place in my heart. So many other things happened between after that and now. There was a year with a PR firm in Boca. I also wrote content for a boutique marketing firm with various clients all over South Florida. And then slowly, I began to get clients that were all mine. Instagram got popular. Take a Bite Out of Boca was starting to get paid campaigns and collaborations, um, both locally and nationally. And somehow I blinked and now have an audience of over 20,000 on social media Instagram and Facebook combined, and none of which I have ever paid for, ever. (laughs) And here we are now with yet another platform to grow. Oh, another thing that happened during those years, going back to the whole like not eating meat thing, I had blood work done that revealed I had some pretty high intolerances to certain foods, gluten, cow's milk, dairy, and a bunch of other random things that I started to cut out. I realized it was causing uh, my eczema I had really bad eczema and then some other digestive things. So when you hear me describe something as being Shana friendly, it's free of all the things I can't have. It's a term that I use a lot and one that my friends have even come to adopt, which is actually really funny. And at this point, I use it so much that even some of the chefs that I know what it means. So when I found this out, I was still, I wasn't eating meat, but with so many restrictions and my nutritionist did suggest it would be okay. She's gradually just eat some, add some meat back into your diet. I had also just started dating my boyfriend, Roger, at the time, and he was so excited that I wanted to start eating meat again so he could cook it. So I started to add meat back, and this was after 13 years of not eating any meat. My first bite was actually at one of the Boca Bacchanal Grand Tasting events, and it was a New York strip steak from NYY Steak at the Seminole Casino in Coconut Creek, This event was at, I want to say it was at the Boca Resort, which is now the Boca Raton. But actually, I made Roger take a video of me eating the first bite because I wanted to see my reaction. And basically, my eyes lit up like a Christmas tree. It was love. Then I just added different types of meat back in a little bit at a time. And now I'm pretty much eating it all. After all of that, I still maintain the belief that food really is a connector. Everyone eats. Most people love to talk about food. It's one of those things that ignites passion in people, and it is so obvious when it does. And that's why I wanted to create Take a Bite Out of South Florida to give people in the area an outlet to speak about their passion, whether it's cooking, food events, you know, anything in the food and wine and hospitality industry, and then give others a place to listen, learn from it, and maybe develop their own passion. 
Take a Bite Out of Boca celebrated 11 years this past December. And I am so thankful to everyone who has supported me throughout the years. My parents, my friends, all of the followers who I don't know in person but constantly show up. To all of you who have subscribed to the new podcast and have listened to the episode so far, you don't even know how much I appreciate it. I really hope you will all stay by my side as I continue to grow the brand even more. I promise to bring you fun food conversations that keep you hungry for more. Please continue following, subscribing, loving everything, and leave me reviews, share the episodes with your friends, and continue to listen on wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Till next time, keep on taking bites out of South Florida. And I just, I'm just happy to be here. And I wanted to give you guys my story so you understand the steps that got me where I am. I've been in Florida now almost 12 years, and I feel like their take a bite out of Boca, take a bite out of South Florida has a lot more growing to do. And I'm glad that you'll be there with me for it.